Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 69. I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey. And we are currently in a series called Running on Empty. And in the last episode, I tried to explain it, and I didn't do well. So I'm going to let Adam do that for me, and I'm not even going to try this all time. Right. Everybody knows what we mean by running on empty. Yes, because um, we've all lived it. Yeah, and I think I think everybody's living it right now. Like, I think most people, maybe some of you are coming out of it, but if you've been in any sort of leadership whatsoever... Over the course of the coronavirus, you are right now running on empty because you put so much into, you know, we had to survive this. We had to get through stuff changing every day. We don't know what's going to happen. Let's stand strong. Let's rally the team. Let's tell everybody it's going to be all right. You know, you just were throwing so much in there. I mean, this is me personal experience that you just get to the end of it and you're like, I feel beat up. I feel like I ain't got nothing left to give. You know, maybe people have been walking through a tough season where things have been really hard. You've had some bad health stuff, some things going on with family members, something with your child, and you just feel wore out, beat up, punched in the face. You know, it's just, you just tired is a good example. And I think people really relate to this too, because you know, you know, the, um, if you ask somebody, if you run into somebody in the South, you do not say just, hey, or hello. Never. You immediately say, how you doing? Right. Even if you're walking past somebody who's opening the door, you don't even know yes. them. You say, how you doing? You don't even leave room for them to answer. Yeah. It's just like, how you doing? And if people will answer it, though, the first answer that everybody gives to how you doing is a lie. Everybody says, fine. Or good. Right. Same good. Thing. Fine. No, yeah. fine. I'm good. And then if you push them, if they really answer it honestly, almost everybody's answer is busy. Almost everybody. If you go a little deeper, it'll go from busy to tired, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think everybody in our culture sort of, we've designed it this way. We can't just blame the culture. The culture is a reflection of what we have created, right? right? And so we've designed this thing in a way and we're living in a way that we are super busy, super saturated with stuff all the time, super tired and just focused on all these things. And so I think people running on empty, everybody everybody understands it. Everybody can, can relate to it. Um, And so what we've been talking about is if you're running on empty as a Christ follower, there's some things that you can do to begin to fill that tank back up. And what they are, in essence, are spiritual disciplines. But they can't just be you just toss a spiritual discipline answer out there. Like you were saying what was like if you don't know what to say, you just say, well, you should pray about that. Yeah. Or you should read your Bible. Yeah. Right. Or you should rest. Well, yeah, they're all the right answers. But you can't just take them for face value. So what we're saying is, is the spiritual discipline answer is the correct answer when you're running on empty, but it's got to get deeper than just some surface level stuff. So when you pray, you get gut level honest with God. When we talk about rest, we're not talking about a vacation. We're talking about a new rhythm, Mm -hmm. getting back to the rhythm that God has made. Like Sabbath is not three times a year at the beach, right? Two times a year at the beach. Sabbath is every single week, a day of stopping, um, that's what we mean by resting. When we say get in the Bible and read the Word, we don't mean go find some encouraging verse that's going to make you feel good for the next two minutes, like sugar, right? You know how like you need to pick me up, you grab some sugar, mm-hmm. it gives you like energy for like 10 minutes and you're tired again? That's what just going and finding an encouraging verse in the Scripture does. What we mean is we mean get in there and eat some protein, right? And so getting in the Word, not just finding your 
not just getting some encouragement quickly, but finding your hurt in the scriptures, what we talked about last week. And so this week, it's it's going to be when you feel like you're running on empty. What else? What it, what you also do is you you need to have faith, and you need to believe. And we don't mean that just on a surface level of well, just believe, just have faith. Um, because I think if you're running on empty, sometimes you find it hard to just have faith. So what we say in the church is we say this nice little phrase. It probably sounds really good. We go, let go and let God, mm-hmm. right? That's what we say. Well, you know, you're struggling, you're struggling on empty. Well, you just need to have faith. You just need to believe. You Girl, you just need to, girl, you need to let go and you need to let God. I hate that <laughs> phrase. I, I, I despise that phrase. I think that it is, for the most part, biblically accurate, Um but I think part two that it's not because it's you let God. But first off, you don't let God do anything. God does what he wants to do. Secondly, I don't think you let go of everything. You don't let go of your responsibilities of, you know, you know what God's called you, the burdens he's called you to bear, the, the calling he's called you to walk out. And so to me, it, it can be seen as biblically appropriate, but let go and let God it's not I don't know it just I don't think it fits it's too cliche it is and I'm just going you know I'm running on empty and things are rough and I'm going to run through this tough patch but what I really need to do then to be able to fill my tank back up is just to just let go of everything and let God take the wheel like it's a Carrie Underwood song Jesus take right (laughs) that's exactly what I was thinking like even with that song you know that that song is so stupid because (laughs) this this woman is in a car (laughs) With her baby in the back seat. <laughs> and she hits some ice or something. And then yeah. she takes her She's hands spinning. off the spin- steering wheel <laughs> and says, Jesus, take it. I think what Jesus wants you to do is oh, no. you you hold on and do your job and let me do mine. Right. right. Like you just don't abdicate all your responsibility. You're a, right. you got a, you're a mama. You got a baby in the back seat. Right. Grab that wheel. Right. right. <laughs> and you need God at the same time. Do both of them. Yeah. Anyway. So I think the, the cliche answer of just have faith. It's not going to work. Because if you're running on empty, you ain't got much of that going on anyway. I think that what we really need to, to say is um, instead of just you should just have more faith, you should just trust. I think that what will cause you to trust more in God and to have more faith is to focus in um, and be aware of all that you really don't know. So what we tend to do in these moments when we want to build faith is let's grab all the things that we know. And there is an absolute position to be in, to be able to, the absolute spot where you need to, I know this about God. I know this about his character and nature. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there are times where if you want to really see his true character and nature is for you to grapple with how much you don't know and how limited you are, right? Mm-hmm. What what will create more faith, I believe, when you're running on empty. And this has worked for me. This I'm, I battle this all the time because like on a spiritual gift assessment, faith doesn't even register for me. So I'll be the one that literally this has happened in our household more times than I can tell you. I'll be the one that gets up in front of the church and goes, we're going to take this hill. Here's the vision. Here's what we're doing. We're going to open this campus. We're going to do this. We're gonna, and I'll come off the stage. I'll be with my wife later, and I'll go, this ain't going to work. <laughs> and she'll go, you have no faith. Have the faith. You got to have the faith. has got to pair up with that. I know God told us to do this, but this ain't going to work. And so I know what it means to struggle with this faith thing, yeah. especially when you're running on empty, because I feel like I always am. And so I think that what has caused more faith to build for me is to focus on my limitations, which then makes me believe and see God bigger than I have made him to be, right? And so focus on what you don't know. 
right? Focus on how limited you are, mm-hmm. right? Because then you can see how big God is. I mean, you know, like, let's, let's face it. You're in a situation. You don't know what to do. Well, focus on that. I'm in a situation. I don't know what to do. I need to f- have faith and trust God. Why do I need to have faith and trust God? Well, I barely got out of sixth grade uh, pre-algebra, mm-hmm. um, and he's God, right? right. You know, I, I can't go a week without uh, getting mad and screaming at my children, you know, but he's God, right? I'm so limited in my understanding and knowledge of things, right? You want to realize how dumb you are, even if you think you're smart? See, I think I'm a very smart person, and that's like I, like I think I want to be the smartest person in the room always. I want to know all these things. You think you're the smartest person. Sit down and put Jeopardy on for a minute and count how many questions you get right. It won't be very many. Right. right? And so if you're constantly aware of your limitations, I think that it can help you go, well, this is how amazing God is. If I can know so little things and he's the God of the universe, yeah. how much bigger is he than me? You know, find yourself like if you want to grow some faith when you're running on empty, find yourself laying out in the field somewhere, looking up at all the stars and realize how little you are, realize how small you are. Start to focus on how little control you have over things, Um, because then that lets you focus in on the fact that God is in control. Right. Mm -hmm. It's going to breed faith. It sounds the opposite. It sounds like it would destroy faith. Like, but I, I really do feel like it breeds faith. You know, that old cliche. God won't give you more than you can handle, right? Mm. That is not biblical at all. <laughs> yeah. not I don't know biblical. where we got that God one from. God never said it. God will always give you more than you can handle. Yeah. God cannot give you more than he can handle because he can handle everything. And so whatever you're focused on, whatever you're walking through, whatever's draining you, it is more than you can handle. It's not more than God can handle, right? And so if you'll kind of lean into, well, I, I can't do this on my own. Right. If you can get an awareness of, I can't do this on my own. I barely got out of sixth grade algebra. I can't do this on my own. I, I'm incapable of not gossiping. I talk junk about everybody all the time. Like I, I, I can't do this on my own. I can't make this out of this because you know I barely know how to solve my own problems. You know, like if you start to focus on those things, I think that it'll illuminate and show you how big God truly is. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. Makes total sense. So. This one, this one's harder for me. We were being honest about this earlier. Um, this one's a little more difficult for me in the scheme of things. Like I know what I want to say, but I can't really get it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea of in a season where I've run on empty, especially so the last two years has been the case. One of the things I've had to constantly focus on is God can handle this. God's bigger than this because I start to freak out. Like at the beginning of the Corona, I freaked out. This is the end of the church, right? Like nobody's going to come to church anymore. Nobody's going to tithe and give offerings like this is over with. Yeah. And at some point, I had to literally go, Adam, you don't know everything. And God is going to handle this. And you need to have faith. And what would make me have more faith in him was to say, I, don't, I can't predict the future. Right. And every time I try to predict the future, it never really works out anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like every time I think I know what's going to happen, it don't happen that way. And so God is bigger than me. God is bigger than me. That's what we got to constantly go back to. God is bigger mm-hmm. than me. God is better than me. God is badder than me. Right? <laughs> he is, he is, I mean, I use bad in a good way. No, no, I know what right? you mean. <laughs> you know, like he, he's big, bad, and bold, and he's way right. better than me. Right. And that, that, those things of showing our limitations, what it, what it does is it allows us to compare and contrast us and God. 
And every time we compare and contrast us and God, we're going to see him for who he really is. Right. So that, that's the big thought here. Yeah. So if you're running on empty, yes, you do need to have more faith. You need to trust and believe. And I think that you will get to that faster by focusing on all the things you don't know so that you can then see that God is bigger than you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big thought. Absolutely. That's good stuff. I Thanks for all the stuff add you added, Chloe. Yeah, you're welcome. I worked really hard on that. Thank you. You worked really Thank hard on that. Thank you for acknowledging my hard work. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today for a much shorter episode of that the was podcast. Quick. Yes, very quick. Still not too short, though. It's no. okay. Anyway. Still in the realm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We thought it would be three minutes. Yeah. Luckily, we made it to 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's four times as much. Yeah. Roll on. We're good. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today. We'll be back next week with the next. What are we on the next one? Next, next one is is what you are, need to worship. Yeah. And we'll talk about what that really means, not yeah. just a cliche thing of you need to go sing some Christian songs. Yes. And Chloe's going to lead most of that conversation. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what he thinks. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, we'll be back again next week with the episode on worship, so be sure to tune in for that. And don't forget to follow us on social media as well if you don't already. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Yep, yep. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.